What's up, gamblers? You already know. It's your boys, Dennis Perez and Roel Cabral. This is Bet the Universe, where we talk sports betting. BetTheUniverse.Podbean.com, iTunes, Spotify, where you find us, the platforms, the IG page, of course, where we give out free picks and you stay engaged with the show and the panel pick app. Bet the Uni Row, Bet the Uni Dennis on there, the two handles. November 8th, or today, I'm sorry, November 18th, December 3rd, 2022, and we're going into week 13 right now. My brother, how are you doing today? I'm good, brother. Looking forward again to this week, week 13, and yeah, man, ready for it, ready for it, man. Ready bit to rock of, and roll. Bit of a hiccup last week, right, as far as picks. Yeah. We were both one and two. Uh, for me, myself, it was uh, Seattle who let me down. That last drive by the Ravens, I mean, the, the Raiders to tie the game, and then that Josh Jacobs running overtime was a killer. Yeah. Ravens also let down another killer road, yeah. another double-digit lead given up by the Ravens late in another game. Rough. That's an issue that we'll touch on later. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, Dolphins came through for me, minus 14. McDaniel almost screwed that up by pulling all the starters in that third quarter there, but they held on late for the win. Defense got a couple of key stops, but... uh. Yeah, man. Once they put in Skylar Thompson, that offense was three and out almost every time. It was pretty time. bad. It was pretty bad. That was a bad choice. Uh, that from... was scary, bro. It was. It was, scary. it was. I'm glad you got that win, though. Thank you, brother. Uh, yeah, because like you said, there was some time left there. Texans had a chance to get that cut. So the record real quick, 17 and 10 on the season. And, you know, looking to build on that this week. Ro, how was your week last week? My week was one and two as well, brother. Same boat. You know, Seattle let us down in overtime. That was disappointing how they just gave up the run all game with Jacobs, turned the ball over. It just was a bad game by Seattle. They kept it close, obviously pushed it to overtime, but ultimately the Raiders were able to get the win. And then you you got the Chargers, minus two and a half. I really wish I would have went money line there, obviously, especially them going for two. I needed them to get that two once they decided to go for two. Because that gave me the over. So I, at least I got a chance to win the over there, over 48. Got 49 points there, fellas. You know, so we just went right over. And, uh, yeah, man, new week. Now it's, I'm, uh, what was I, D? I was 14 and 10, right? So now I'm 15 and 12. All right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking to build on that. Looking to go, I'm going to go undefeated this week, my brother. Nice. You got to speak <laughs> it into existence. Exactly. So we're going to kick it off with the Jets at the Vikings. This is uh, one of the better matchups of the weekend. Amongst a lot of good matchups this yeah. weekend. We got a good week of, of football coming up. A good weekend of football. But uh, minus three, Vikings at home is the line. 44 and a half is the total. Yeah, and the big question for me is, can the Jets build on last week with Mike White? You know, I think they got a good chance this week. The Minnesota defense can be pretty suspect here. You got three cornerbacks that are likely out for Minnesota here. At least two are definitely out, and then one is probable or I'm really doubtful, I think. So that's that's a big question mark here for Minnesota. And you, but you're getting some points here with the Jets. You know, Minnesota's been getting away with, with a lot of victories this week, a lot of sneaky wins, you know, this year. And this is a top-notch defense here, fifth in points given up for the Jets, only 17.8. They're seventh in sacks, D, with 34 sacks. They're fourth in interceptions. They're able to play one-on-one and able to rush the quarterback here, which they could give them trouble, you know. And the Jets are 4-1 and one away, you know, for the Jets against Minnesota, you know, against Minnesota here. I mean, just an away record of 4-1 and one here, so they had a good chance here. They play well on the road. Salah gets his guys ready. You know, I got to lean Jets here plus three. I, and I don't love it because I could see this game going both ways. You know, it's not a pick. But, yeah, I do like Jets plus three here. And I do like the over, D. I think there'll be points here. So, I do like the over. 
Also on on top of the four and one road record row, also four and one against the spread mm. on the road. So okay. and seven and three against the spread overall. Right so back. Jets pretty good as far as covering the number, and you're getting three points with them this week. This one comes down to uh, Mike White, man, and he mm-hmm. could replicate the performance from last week, bro. I know a lot of people singing his praises, and, and rightfully so. The kid played good last week, but again, it was against the Chicago Bears. Minnesota, not a lights-out defense, but I'm, you know, safe to say they're a step up from Chicago's defense. I, I, I know that. So also, you know, Minnesota at home, Cousins is having a good... I mean, let's be honest, Minnesota's having a really good season as far as the, you know... Uh, 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 outside of the two hiccups against Dallas and Philadelphia, who are, mm-hmm. you know, championship contenders this season. Minnesota's got nine wins, including a quality win against Buffalo on the road. So New York's got their work cut out for them. It is Mike White. I, he is better than Zach Wilson. So, and, and I, th- I thought at first Flacco might have, you know, was the choice, but you convinced me, Ro. Mike White is the guy to, to yeah. do it. It's, it's the right call, you know? But, um... I'll take the plus three points with, with you, Ro. You know, I, it should be a close game, so I'll, I'll take points. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, let's see if they can contain Jefferson, right? Yeah, Jefferson. What do you think? Any props? Would you go under on Jefferson with, with thinking that he might get contained? But nah, it's tough, I, I, right? I wouldn't want to go under on Jefferson and then hold my breath and, and wait Especially for that. Especially on come. turf, right? Yeah, on turf, nah, on I mean, home. The guy is too good, you know? For so, sure. Uh, you could target other guys like like Thielen. Maybe those guys will get open Under. because Jeff- Jefferson's or. at eighty five and a half yards uh, for for okay. the game here. So what you think? I mean, I, I I stay away from the props this game. To be honest with you, like I said, I kind of like the over though. I feel like the Jets will put up points. Vikings will have to, you know, maybe the Jets defense will sag and they'll get some late points. And forty four is is pretty low total here, you know, but. What do you, what do you th- you like any props? Any maybe Cook or something like that or nah, something with the I, Jets? Really, you know, with 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 the, with the Jets defense as good as they are and, and their corners, I really wouldn't you know want to go. Over I would go the under. opposite. I think Garrett Wilson, you know, the, you know, a, a, a wide receiver here. The He's cornerbacks at are down. And a half. Yeah, cornerbacks are down for the Vikings. You got three guys out. I would go that direction. I would think one of those guys or Elijah Moore would have you know anytime touchdown. One of those two guys, Elijah Moore or Garrett Wilson, anytime touchdown. I, you know, I, I'll take the plus three and I'll hope the Jets can generate some pass rush because we've seen mm-hmm. what what Dallas was able to do with Cousins once when they True. they got the pass rush going. Right. When you get Cousins off his spot, you know he's not very mobile. He's not looking to extend plays with his legs. So right. if you can rush him, you, you got a great chance. We'll take the plus three with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Commanders at Giants, one and a half commanders on the road, which surprises me. 40 is the total in this one. Yeah, it's been going up and down. I had two and a half earlier on Washington, you know, so, you know, updated. You, one and a half. you could probably get a lot of different numbers here for this game, especially in, in New York markets. So, yeah, man, the first thing that jumps out at me, D, is that I saw tons of tons of, of, of numbers pointing to the under in this game. Like the last 22 meetings, over here, the 18 and 4 on the under between these two teams. And just in general, the unders have been a big thing for the Giants as a home underdog. When the Giants are home dogs, you're talking about 12 0 and 1 as an uh, under. So a lot of th- a lot of things here. Washington's defense is probably the best unit here, I think, D. When you look at both sides of the ball, you're talking about the eighth against the run, and this is a top ten, maybe even like a top six. Washington defense and total defense. And, you know, the Giants want to run the ball so the the, the, um, the commanders here could stop the run. And, you know, Heineke's been so good still. I got I kind of lean commanders, but the one thing I will say, 2-5 and five for the commanders against the spread the last seven meetings here against the Giants. So the Giants do play them well, you know. Tough, tough call here. 
What do you de- think? Definitely a tough call. I've been uh, back and forth on this one myself all, all week, roll. But I agree with you that the commander's defense, that's probably the best unit in the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Saquon's been kind of cold lately. Like, he hasn't been doing his thing as much. And I don't think it's going to get any better against this commander's defense. Their interior run defense is pretty good. He may might be able to get some runs on the outside, but I don't you know really expect an, an 100-yard rushing game from him. Uh, as far as uh, Washington, I mean, Heineke, I know he's been enjoying some success as far as wins, but I'm telling you, man, he throws a lot of balls over the middle of the field that should get picked, bro. <laughs> he actually leads the league in some... You know they got all type of stats nowadays, those with these of advanced course. stats. He leads the league in turnover-worthy plays, so wow. whatever that is. I'm telling you, a lot of guys dropping picks. He's been fortunate out there. And, you know, against the Giants defense is getting healthier this week, that luck might be running out. So, mm. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take a slight win with the Giants here. Give me the points, man. You take Give the me the points, points with the, the G-men, you know. Heineke luck run out. I hear you. Danny Dimes pulls a, a, a couple of long runs. You know, Danny Dimes is good for a, a, a couple he, of those. Yeah, he does and, uh, run. He does run the ball pretty well. Maybe they sneak away with a late field goal and, and a one or two point win. Give me the Giants. Give me the points. My favorite bet is the under. Under 40 and a half. I'll take that. I think there's going to be a slugfest. Uh, the Saquon prop. You wouldn't take that against Washington, would you? Or you think he still eats enough? I think I mean, it's around 80, mid 80s. I would lean under, D, to be honest with you, just because really? Washington's run defense, eighth in the league. You know, they stop the run. They're going to key in on the run. Chase Young is questionable here. So it's at 71 and a half for Barkley. 71 and a half? Yeah. See, it's probably gone down, right? Yeah, I would stay away or lean under. What do you think? I would, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it. I agree, brother. I would probably, you know, McLaur- we always talk about McLaurin. I, mean, I think he cleared the over last week for us again. You know, I would look at McLaurin again. You know, he gets, he eats, he eats, and Heineke's favorite target. He's very comfortable with him. McLaurin props, yes, receiving yards, anytime touchdowns. Yes, look at that, guys. Let's go. Let's go. So let's go to the Steelers and the Falcons. Steelers, minus one on the road, 42 and a half is the total in this one. Huge win for Pittsburgh on Monday night. You know, big win for the defense there late against Matt Ryan and, and Jeff Saturday, obviously. That was great. And, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett looks like he's settling in now. Pickens, again, guys, we, we we told you to look out for Pickens on this prop last week. And, of course, he cashed for us. And and I would look at Pickens again. I would look right off the bat. I would look at Pickens again. This is a good matchup for them. You know, he has a great rapport with Kenny Pickett. And I, I, expect some, I expect some more, you know, props to go over for us and us to cash in here. So just look at that. You know, Kyle Pitts out here for the Falcons. I would lean Steelers here, man. Falcons one and five against the spread the last six. They look like they're you know they're going downhill here, and and Pittsburgh is fairly healthy here. Najee's probable. They missed him last week. I expect that to, to him to play this week, and and the Steelers to to continue to have success here. Pittsburgh. Yeah, th- this one's another tough one, bro. But I'm gonna have to roll with the Steelers here. The Falcons have been fading. I mean, against the spread wise, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, zero and six in the last six. Uh, Steelers, since that bye week, they've won two out of three. And, uh, you know, according to uh, Football Outsiders, the number nine offense in the NFL in those last three weeks. Oh, the, wow. So that's how much uh, Pickett has improved, you know? That's kind of good. a sleeper right there. Now, you know, I like the Falcons. You know I was on them early in the season, bro. I picked them quite a bit, you mm-hmm. know? But uh, And they're able to run the football very well. You know that, especially at home, you know? Algiers but with the, against this Steelers defense that has all their players intact in and they're all going to be on the field, 
I'm going to take my chances with the Steelers. I think it's a tight game and it comes down to the end, but I like the Steelers in this one. Also, a little uh, nugget here. Uh, under Mike Tomlin as head coach, they've never had a losing season, bro. And I know mm-hmm. they're 4-7 and seven at the moment, but they have won two out of three. And, they, you know, point it in the right direction. There's another chance to get a win here. I'm, I'm sure they, they have that in mind, maybe, you know, True. and they, they want to get another winning season. If not for themselves, but for head coach as well, you know? Yeah, for sure. I agree with that too, D. I'm, I'm, a, I'm the same boat. I like the Steelers here. We both lean Steelers. Any thoughts on the total here, D? 42 and a half. Hmm, this one right here. Tough, right? Tough call on the on the total. It's sitting mighty low right there. Uh, but I'll, I'll go over. I'll go over too. Fast turf still in the Falcons. You know, Pittsburgh, like you said, his offense has really improved lately. And, you know, the Falcons could probably still run the ball, maybe get a couple of big plays out of the out of special teams with Daryl Patterson or yeah. always. And, so you know, if you, want, you might want to grab it soon because the line has been moving towards Pittsburgh. It might be two come, mm-hmm. come you know. Like, it's been going that way. So, a lot of people picking Pittsburgh. And I just like them. Atlanta, mm-hmm. they, they really don't get a, a, any pressure on the quarterback. So, you know, Pick is going to have time to get his shots off in this one, you know. I like it, D. I really do. I, you know, I might consider that as a play. I might have to switch something now. Pittsburgh is, is definitely... Something to consider as as a play this week for sure. Let's go uh, Packers at Bears. Packers favored by three and a half on the road and 44 and a half is the total. Real quick mention, uh, Justin Fields will be playing in this one. Yeah, and that's big here for them, obviously. And, you know, Green Bay, of course, has those numbers. Everyone knows about all these numbers. They're 18 and 5 against the spread the last 23 meetings in Chicago. I mean, they Aaron Rodgers owns them pretty much. I think it's nine straight or eight straight covers against them. D, you know, but they are one in five in, away. So for, you know, they haven't been great on the road. You know, they've been having issues. Savage is gonna be out here the safety for for uh, for the Green Bay Packers, and you know they haven't inspired a lot of a lot of faith this year. Like you can't if you're a Green Bay guy, you can't feel great. If you picking them or every week, you know, it, you kind of it's, it's been a down. It's been down. It's been a downer this year. You know, even though we had them plus seven last week and we pushed on that on that on our pick, you know, when we when we had our lean. But, you know, Green Bay's been a tough team to pick, D, you know, and, and this is the same spot. I would lean Green Bay, you know, but I, I like the over, I think, a little bit more than anything else. As long as the weather holds up. You know, I think Fields still in that offense. They're fairly healthy offensively. They'll be okay, and they'll be able to put up points against Green Bay, too. So. Listen, uh, this Bears defense is off. Like, if but, there's a spot, you know, and not for nothing, but the, the Packers offense, quietly, they've been better as of mm-hmm. late, man. They have been scoring the points. They have been moving the chains. Christian Watson has emerged as, yes. a, as a deep uh, deep play guy, and he's got, I think he's got, like, five touchdowns in the last six games, bro. He's been kind of eating in the, re- yeah. in the red zone, so anytime touchdown Christian Watson, you know? Nice, good little call. shout out there, but, yeah, since the Bears defense traded Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn, they've been kind of awful, and yeah. only because of fields, they've been kept in games. Now, I know he's starting in this one, but you don't know how healthy that shoulder really is, you know? So, uh, it's gonna be tough, but I got I got to roll with Green Bay in this one, man. Mm-hmm. There's a spot to take them, and then you know Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago, right? Yeah, for sure. We all know that. Let me give you some numbers. 23 and 5 straight up, 21 and 7 against the spread, 10 and 3 against the spread in Chicago, 12 and mm. 2 against the spread at six point favor or shorter. I mean, mm. it says it right there, you know? And yep. Rodgers is playing in this one. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I get it. And I know I'm with you that the Packers don't inspire a ton of confidence week to mm-hmm. week, especially against the better teams. But against Chicago, a team that this man owns, yeah. the short line, we could buy it to three. 
Or it's three right now. Yeah, it's three right now. Offense I, I, playing I gotta, better. I gotta, I gotta put my faith in those numbers right there. I agree, and I, that's my lean too, Green Bay. You know, and my again over guys. The reason I say that the last six games for the Bears over, they've been putting up points too. You know, especially with Fields, they can score, and the defense is giving up tons of points. Everything, every stat is pointing to over here. Green Bay last four as well. Packers are playing on grass, have been over. You know, the history between these teams, is, uh, as far as the total goes, is, is up and down. But, you know, the over definitely looks prevalent. The total's not that high. As long as it's not too windy, over Green Bay. I will, I will also consider that Watson anytime touchdown. I'm yes. sure it's plus money, so, you know, it'd be a good Fields guys over, got like five. Fields over on the rushing yards? Uh, His legs are good. The legs are good. The legs are good. The shoulder's the problem, you know. There'll be some run plays that they have there for him. You know, he, he, he seems to bust off a big one every, you know, he's very strong, like you said last time. Feels over on the rushing yards. Come on, guys. Feels over on the rushing yards. I don't I'm, see I'm, why I'm not. I'm never going to say no to that. Bro. Yeah, you know for it. sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Jaguars, Lions, minus one at home for the Lions. 51 and a half is the total here. Another interesting matchup here. You know, two, four, and seven teams. Two teams battling to get to 500 and to, to right the ship. The, the Lions are 4-0 against the spread the last four overall. I mean, they, they they have been playing well. Their defense has played a little bit better lately, even though they're in the bottom of the categories, all defensive categories, really. You know, they're 32nd in total yards given up. So they give up their total yards. And then you got two decent offenses here, too, because Detroit's eighth in total offense, and you got Jacksonville ninth in total offense. They're, they're kind of balanced. They run the ball and they pass the ball. You know, nice little balance with Etienne. So... Tough matchup there. The, what I do see is that the better defense here is Jacksonville. You know, they're middle of the pack in a lot of the categories. It's just you got the Lions at home, Dan Campbell here at home, Eileen Detroit. You know, they're at home. They put up their, a lot of points at home. The Jags are one and four away. Give me the Lions with the short line minus one at home and the over. Yeah, uh... Only you know this one gives me a little pause because it seems like Trevor Lawrence kind of unlocked something last week against the Ravens, and you know if he's gonna continue that kind of success, mm. Lions defense can be had. And I know they've been trending up, you know, at, at, uh, lately, but still, you know, they they do give it up. So I'd be wary of that. But the Lions do feel like the way better team to me. So you know, betting on on the Lions is is I wouldn't be against that either. And I, I think they kind of win this game kind of easily, to be honest. Yeah. I, th I think they win it by more than three. So I, I agree with you. I'm a, I might go with uh, with the Lions in this one right here. I know there will be points in this one, bro. Yeah, I think that for sure. That's what I mean. The over, we're both on the over. And we're both leaning Lions here, man. I mean, you know, I think this is a good spot for the Lions. Jags on the road. Lions, Lions have been playing well. Four and Oregon's is spread. That, that says something about, the, you know, how they've been playing lately. So, for sure. Yeah, Let's I move. do. I like the over as well. We're going to go uh, to the Titans and the Eagles. Eagles, four and a half at home, and uh, 44 and a half is the total here. One more thing, D. I'm sorry. I just want to go back. One more thing on the Lions. St. Brown, bro. Like, St. Brown props. I know the total's probably high on that. You know, sorry to go back or whatever. But I, I had to go back for St. Brown because he's that good of a weapon. They're at home. They're going to find St. Brown. Give me St. Brown props. St. Brown, anytime, sometime, for real. Let me see if I can Sorry to go his, back uh, on that, but I felt quick. like we, you know, that's going to be a game with a lot of offense. 73 and a half on yes. Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take that for sure. For sure. 
All right, we're going to move on. We're yes. on Titans-Eagles now. Titans Eagles, four and a half at home. 44 and a half is the total. Yeah, pr- problem here is going to be, you know, the problem here I see for Philly is can they stop the run against Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry? You know, th- that's going to be a thing. And there's two big injuries that I'm staring at that I need to know what's going to happen here. Simmons, big part of that Tennessee defense right here. The big part of that uh, that defensive run-stopping defense. They need to, he's questionable. If he's in, I really like Tennessee here, the, the plus four and a half, you know. And then Jonathan Davis, a big part of, t- uh, of um, Philly's defense and a big part of them stopping the run, is he's questionable here. Like, if he plays, is a big part of that defense. I need to know if that's going down, what's going on there. You know, Philly's to- uh, total defense is second ranked, you know. They, so, you, you're looking at that. I mean, no, I see Tennessee's second ranked against uh, a Philly second ranked offense, you know, running the ball. So I'm looking at those things right there, D. I mean, what, who do you who do you like here? You like Philly here at home, or do you take the home dog here with the points? What's your lean here? I gotta be honest, I love this spot for Tennessee, bro. Mm-hmm. They just match up so well against Philadelphia. They can mm-hmm. run and they stop the run, you know. Yeah. So it, it just matches right up, Philadelphia. Sure. They had the, you know, electric start, but they've been kind of, you know, I want to say faltering as of late, but they, you know, they're mm-hmm. not smoking it. They had that close game against the Colts. They lost yeah. to the Commanders. Close game against and then the they, Packers. They, they took care of business. Well, yeah, it was a close game against the Packers. They got the cover, but, you know, we, we saw how the game went. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee, man, 21-7, and 7, 75% against the spread as a dog by three or more under Vrabel. Mm-hmm. And they're covering those games by about seven and a half points. So. Wow. I'll take the four and a half, man, in, yeah. in, in this matchup right here with all, with all those numbers. Yeah. Uh, Henry should be able to do his thing. We've seen that Philadelphia's run defense can be a bit soft. So the only thing that concerns me is if uh, Hurts has time back there. You know, Tennessee secondary can can be a little suspect. For but sure. uh, I'll take my chances with the four and a half points being that, you know, in, in this situation, these guys more times than not win the game by seven and a half points outright. Yeah, for sure. Tennessee seems like the right pick. They're also the number one team against the spread this year, guys. Tied with a couple of teams, but eight and three against the spread. They're fifteen and four against the spread as a four point dog on the Vrabel. So this is that kind of spot, man. They're a four point dog. The team will be ready. I like Tennessee to bounce back after last week losing last week to Cincinnati too. They're a good bounce back team. Let's move on to the Broncos and the Ravens. The Ravens favored by eight and a half. Some books nine. I've seen it nine and a half at Fanduel. 39 and a half is the total. Off the bat, of course, I'm starting with the under guys. Denver, 1 and 10 under this year. You know, they've been an under team. Baltimore's last four home games have gone under D. They haven't been lighting the the, the world on fire with their offense. You know, they had they, they had a decent uh, um offense last week against Jacksonville, but they still ended up losing a tough game there in the last in the last minute, you know, to Lawrence. And, and Baltimore's defense, you know, is pretty solid. They're second against the run. So they'll stop the run here. Everything will be put on Russell's shoulder. There's not a lot of receivers, not a lot of weapons over there on Denver's side. And Russell is still struggling. So, of course, uh, that this all points to the under. Again, under for Denver. I continue to roll with it. I buy a half point. I make it under 40. As far as the line goes here, you know, it's tough to trust Baltimore here with the 9.5. I really like Baltimore to win this game. And if you've got a teaser out there, you know, I, I do like that teaser. And I, and I feel like their offense did do better last week. But the Ravens are 0-5 and 1 against the spread of the last six home games. Kind of scary for me. You know, they give up these big leads all the time. And even though this might be the game where they hold the lead, you know, I'm still going to gonna just stay off the line, go with the under, 
and, and let the chips fall where they may. You know, because I have no no lean here as far as to the line goes. Yeah, man, that's the story with, with Baltimore. They've given up a double-digit lead in every game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think this is a team that they can't blow a lead against road. That, you know, mm. Denver's defense, they've kind of been turning a little average over the last month. They've been a little, you know, down, trying to worn down by injuries. The Bradley Chubb trade, you know, kind of kind of took away a piece of theirs. And But it's all about the Broncos' offense or lack of for me, man. They're averaging, like, fewer points per game than any team since the 2000 Browns. Wow. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's a, a lot of reason to think that they're going to get it going against the Ravens. Ravens do have pieces. They've been giving it up as late, but I don't think they give it up against this team right here. I think Baltimore wins comfortably. Yep. I really do. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go on to uh, anything else on that one, bro? No, no. Uh, I mean, and props and stuff like that. You know, I'm always looking for Andrews. I mean, you see it. And then the body language, the defense coming uh, down on Russell. I mean, even the media, everybody's piling on on Russell right now. Pretty you know? bad and, uh, It seems right. like this guy's at a breaking point, you know? I don't. I just don't see it improving against the Ravens. And Denver is 0-5 away, you know? They haven't had any success on the road this year. No, no success on offense. So finally, maybe Baltimore does cover, D. Maybe you talk me into that, you mm-hmm. know? Now, this one, uh, Browns Texans role, and then this one is interesting because you know we are getting the return of Deshaun Watson. Now the Browns are favorite seven and a half on the road. The total is forty six and a half. So yeah, that that's already you know a reason to watch this game here. If you if you know with Deshaun and your Browns guy coming off a big win last week, obviously. I mean Houston hasn't had a home win yet, but Cleveland has their own fair share of problems on the road. One in one in three only. And against this team, they're 0-7 against the spread the last seven meetings. You know, that doesn't inspire anything. I know that, you know, those matchups are old, but you also got Njoku out here. You know, you got obviously a new quarterback getting infused. But the fact that Houston struggles to stop the run the way they do, one of the worst run defenses out there, and Cleveland's fifth in the league in rushing with the two-headed monster of Hunt and, and Chubb back there, you got to lean Cleveland here, D. You cannot trust Davis Mills or whoever it is that's back there for for the Texans. You know, the, uh, Allen, Kyle Anna, I think it's, it was, that had, that struggled last week. So I lean over on this game, and I lean Browns. I'm also going to go Browns, but, you know, not for Deshaun Watson because the matchup of uh, Nick Chubb against this Texans run, run defense. Yeah. So. I think he's going to eat, you know, uh, Watson would be probably best served just handing off the ball and, and easing back into it because he has missed two seasons of his career mm-hmm. because of uh, all the off-field stuff that's been going on. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go uh, – definitely go Cleveland here. You I like any like uh, Bradley Chubb uh, props here or Kareem Hunt? Some props here. I think yeah. it'll be good right here because I think we'll definitely get some – some points here too, you know. We'll some get points and Nick we'll get Chubb some good stats. Here. Yeah, we'll get some stats here. So we got Chubb at ninety-five and a half yards here. You mm. can grab Kareem Hunt at a low thirty-one and a half here as mm. well. What do you think, bro? You take that ninety-nine. I mean, that's quite high, right? Ninety-five, 95 and a half. They're, expecting, and they're half. expecting success, you know. And I am expecting it too. And I expect uh, them to be run heavy in the fourth quarter, kind of melt the clock, have a big lead. So it, it doesn't scare me away, D. I like both overs: ninety-five and a half and thirty-one and a half. Oddsmakers are also expecting touchdown from Nick Chubb, minus one sixty for anytime touchdown for Nick Chubb. I agree what with that. How about, about Hunt? Well? Where's Hunt at? Hunt is two plus two hundred. Give me plus two hundred with Hunt. I feel both guys will get touchdowns in this game, but Hunt can definitely get a touchdown off out the backfield too because they Quietly, like to throw him the you ball. know who else has been kind of playing good for Cleveland? Amari Cooper. Coop. Yeah, Coop, Coop. So what, what's Coop's number at? Because no, this is the kind of game where they could do anything. Minus one twenty for Coop on the anytime touchdown. Yeah. 
it's a consideration. Maybe v- receiving yards is probably Mocha. That that probably be the main target there, especially in Joku being out. That's a main main weapon out as far as the you know the receiving core. And the, he's a tight end, but they like to throw. He's like so. You you like Cleveland seven and a half or? I like I would lean I would lean Browns. Yeah, I would lean Browns. There's there's no way you could feel comfortable taking the Texans right now, uh-huh. even if they're at home. So we're going to move on to Seahawks-Rams. Seahawks minus 7 on the road. 40 and a half is the total in this one. 4 o'clock game here. The Seahawks obviously almost like a must win. The, you know, coming off of last week's loss, you know. And I would lean, of course, Seattle here. I mean, I think we're going to get... I think we're going to get Perkins here. I'm not sure about it. I know we're not going to get Stafford. I know that Cup is out. We know that much. You know, but Seattle's offense needs to try to make sure they, they stop turning the ball over. That's one of the biggest things. And their defense, they, they are pretty suspect defensively. I mean, giving up twenty almost 26 points a game, 28th in the league. Defense has to be better, and they might. this is a good opportunity for them to be better against a Rams offense who's, whether it's Wofford or whether it's Perkins, is going to be hampered, you know, and there's no cup again. And their run game, of course, we all know that they've had a horrible run game all year. Their offensive line has had issues all year. Get right game here for Seattle. I would lean Seattle here, D. Tough pick. I, I mean, you know, it's not, I don't love it, but I think Seattle needs to win this game. So that, that's my pick. I'll go in that direction. This one's a, a tough call, Roe, because I, I think uh, I think Aaron Donald's actually going to be out as well for this mm. one. So that's another hit for, for a team that's already around without Stafford and Cup. Uh, you know, uh, I know Kansas City covered that 16 last week against the Rams, but Perkins looked, uh, you know, I mean, he was showed some ability to run and pass, you know, mm. the third-string quarterback, although it might be Warford as well. I just, I don't know about this one. I, I kind of lost faith in Seattle last week with, mm-hmm. with that game against the Raiders. I agree. The running, the, the passing attack is still consistent, consistently good with Geno Smith, but the running game is kind of, you know, faded uh, out the last couple of weeks here. So, you know, it's tough with seven on the road here. You know, I'd, I'd be a little scary taking that right there. If, if it was part of a teaser piece, maybe you get a, a, a minus six, get six points knocked down there, and you turn Seattle into a, a you know, just a win situation. I might like it better there, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of inclined to stay away and, and see how Seattle plays this team this week. Yeah, for sure, I agree too. D. There's conflicting numbers. I mean, LA here has had the best of these meetings lately against Seattle. They're six and one against the spread against Seattle. So there's that. McVay seven and four against the spread against Pete Carroll for his career. So he has ha- has gotten the better of him against the spread, but at the same time. The Los Angeles is a league worse this year, two and eight against the spread. I'm just so not can't comfortable. Trust the Rams. I'm not comfortable with with seven, Seattle, mm-hmm. and you know, I'll mm-hmm. be honest, it'd be kind of ballsy to take the Rams plus seven, no. Yeah. So it's one of those games where it's like you know, some of these you just got to be like, yeah. Dolphins 49ers and one of the uh, best matchups of the week, three and a half right now. 49ers at home and 46 and a half is the total. Yeah, Tua, man. Tua's still undefeated, man, as far as when he starts a game and finishes. So that's the first thing that kind of caught my eye here. You know, 49ers have been good. 49ers have been solid. They've been really good lately. Their defense has been really good. So this is one of those matchups, man. But I'll tell you this, D. Kyle Shanahan as a home favorite doesn't inspire me to to feel any way here about taking the Niners. It doesn't mean, you know, that he's 9-17-2 as a home favorite. That's tough. I, I always look at that, you know. But he's 6-1 and one the last seven games in that role. So he's gotten better. He's gotten a lot better. The 49ers... 
you know, their defense, man, is, is as good as it gets. This is a big chance for Tua here to show that, that he is that good. You know, I'm interested to see how Tua does here because this pass rush, D. You know, so this is going to be a good game to watch. I would lean over on the points here. I think the Dolphins do enough. And the 49ers, you know, I think Miami's defense is still kind of suspect here, D. I still don't trust Miami's defense fully, especially on the road. So they've been much better lately, but their competition also has been weak, you know, for, for Miami's defense. A little bit tough for Miami because uh, right tackle Austin Jackson is expected to miss this game. Tyron Armstead's been out. That's the left tackle. So they, they might be missing both tackles in this game against that pass rush, bro. Hmm. But other than that, that Miami, uh, you know, uh, um, Dolphins offense – has been fantastic, especially the combination of Hill and Waddle, mm. the Yak brothers. Uh, <laughs> Hill brothers. on the road, he's averaging over 140 or 145 uh, receiving yards per game on the road in all road games this season. Like I mentioned, the two starting tackles might be out, so you know you gotta watch out for Tua as far as getting time to throw to these guys and all that. But mm. and also Tua again in five games against top five defenses this year. Three touchdown passes in those five games. So he's been slowed mm. up, you know, as far as uh, production-wise, throwing touchdowns. Debo banged up. So is he? Is this the game where he gets back on track? He hasn't really been doing much. But they do have McCaffrey uh, as well as the in the backfield, you know. Yeah. So, you know, and Jimmy G's been cooking lately. This one's a tough call, uh, a tough one to call, bro. But I'm going to have to side with the points. I'll, get, I'll take the Miami... Uh, uh, Dolphins, I like the offense. I'd feel better if the tackles were playing in this one, but it is what it is. And, you know, in most cases, uh, people would tell you, especially old-time football fans, that in a matchup of a great offense against a great defense, you kind of want to go with the great defense. Mm -hmm. That one kind of wins out most of the time. But you know what? This is the new age NFL where offense rules, offense is king. So I'm going to take my shot here with Miami, bro. Yeah, I understand why you're doing that. I like I leave Miami too, D, but the one thing we gotta keep an eye on and we gotta that right tackle thing that you were saying and the missing those tackles, that's a big thing, D. It sure is. And the other thing is that there's also a chance of rain here. So if it's a slot fest, I don't think that affects the passing game as much as wind or anything like that. But it is a factor too, you know, the rain might be an issue. So let's keep a close eye on the weather. And also, uh, I failed to mention this the San Francisco defense, they've been facing kind of easy opponents as of late, you know. The, those offenses uh, that they've been facing, they haven't been uh, of the greatest. And Tua, 9-4-1 and one against the spread in his career as a dog. And in this game, he's getting four, you know, mm -hmm. getting four points, three sure. and a half points. It's not bad. It's a, it's a good, it's a 69% right there. So, you know. One more stat too, D. The last five seasons, teams with at least a 700 winning percentage are 17-6 and six against the spread with at least being a three and a half point favorite in games in November or later. So you, these teams usually play well in this spot. This is, a, this is a good team, you know what I'm saying? And they've been trending up. They haven't lost with, without Tua finishing a game here and starting a game finishing Listen, a game. They're, they're the number two offense in the NFL, and that's mm. including the starts where they started Teddy and Skyler mm -hmm. while Tua was out, you know? Yep. And then you also factor in, I don't think they've lost a game that Tua started and ended, no? Exactly. So that you got, Tua's a winner. He's probably in the MVP, he is in the MVP conversation. Should be. And in a lot of categories, the number one quarterback in the league. Which is hard to believe, considering, you know, how things went for him the last two years. But then again, we also found out that his coach, Brian Flores, has zero faith in him, was trying to get rid of him behind his back, like, the whole time. So he had to deal with some confidence issues. He's and trying he to trade like for Deshaun over. Watson behind his mm -hmm. back, and then they were trying to sign Brady behind right. his back as well. 
it was a dysfunctional there. So for one you know, it, it shows what a difference it makes when you get a, a, a coach that believes in the quarterback. Because McDaniel came in and right away was like, "Look, two is my guy. I like so his true. accuracy. I can work with this guy." You know, so You're right. Kind of like that off-air conversation we were having about Russell, you know, what they need to do over there to, to get that fixed or, or try and, you know, get that get, get that going. You're right. You're right. Good call. You, gotta, you know, you got you need a coach that believes in the quarterback. For it's sure. Big. So we're going to move on to the Chiefs and Bengals, arguably the game of the week, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, man. These are two, this is a or, rematch. Or Dolphins 49ers, right? Rematch of uh, the AFC Championship last year. Definitely got to think that, yeah, man, this is the top game, I think, on the books. You know, low-key rivalry now in the AFC, right? Chiefs-Bengals. Yeah, man. And, and this is right here for the Bengals. You got Chiefs minus two, right? The total's pretty high. The 53 here over under. And, and the you know, a lot of impressive numbers here for the Bengals. I mean, they're 8-1 against the spread the last nine games. They're hot right now. They've been pretty good. You know, they're trending upwards. They're 11-1 against the spread versus winning teams. So they've been doing damage against these top teams like Kansas City, when, like they did last year, you know. And, and But the one thing I will say is Kansas City on the road, D, they got great numbers under Andy Reid, 49-27-1 against the spread. They got great numbers in November and December with with, with this with this squad, you know, with, with, with Mahomes and Reid. So there's a lot of good things. Like Kansas City's also 10-3 and on the over, you know, over the last season when they go on the road. So I would look at the over. And I'm going to lean – I got to lean Kansas City here, D. I got to be honest, you know. The Bengals have been great. They have great numbers lately, all that. That's fine and dandy. But the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They're looking – this is a revenge spot for the Chiefs and Andy Reid. They're great on the road under Andy Reid. I like the Chiefs to cover the two and a half on the short line. I was putting up some props here. Listen, I, I got to roll with you, man. I'm a Chiefs guy, so I'll, I'll take the two and a half here. Don't know if it's one of my best bets because the Bengals are pretty scary, especially their second half defense, bro. Second mm-hmm. half defense has been lights out this year all season long. They've only allowed seven touchdowns and 88 points. Mm. That puts them in top five as far as second half defenses. Nice. And we all know uh, the damage that Jamal Chase did to these guys in week 17 last year, 266 receiving yards. And, mm. uh, you know, also and that cut. And he's back, and also that comeback victory that they had in the AFC Championship. So, can they make it three games in a row against these guys? Are they in the Chiefs' heads? I don't know. But what I do also know is that that defensive coordinator for the Bengals employed the blueprint that now a lot of teams follow against Mahomes, which is to rush only three guys or less and drop guys back and, and, and you know, just put more guys back there to, to guard these receivers because, mm. you know, Mahomes can carve teams up when these guys get loose. So... But Mahomes has improved against that this year. The 2022 version of Mahomes against three or fewer pass rushes has a passer rating of 125.7. Nice. So he's made he the adjustment. Andy Reid, you know, he's a, a genius as far as offense. So, you know, they was in the lab cooking mm-hmm. it up, knowing that teams were going to follow the blueprint this year and come after them with that. So, you know, kudos to these guys, you know. Again, I'm going to mention again, I've been saying it all year, kind of a addition by subtraction situation by getting Hill out of there. You know, this guy was relying on him too much, going deep, throwing some... Remember, the turnovers were up for Mahomes last year. A lot of errant passes going downfield. Now, driving more methodically, using the running backs, using the tight end, as as he always does with Kelsey, and then, you know, using all the receivers, you know, and they have a plethora of them. I'm going to go two and a half Chiefs. You know I'm a Chiefs guy. I can't diss these guys. See, the one thing I will say is that concerns me here a little bit. Mixon and Chase here, you know, Chase is probable. Mixon might be back here. He's questionable, but... But on the Chiefs' side, you got Hardman out, Tony out, and Edwards Hilaire out. 
any concern there with just have, missing out some weapons and, you know, Bengals getting some weapons? Next guy's up. Valdez Scantling is playing. Juju Smith is back. You still mm-hmm. got Kelsey. You know, you got Pacheco back there. So, you know, they still got weapons, bro. You know, the next guy is always going to step up. They're always going to be, a, you know. You're right. And, of course, they still have that tight end, right? And, you know, Mahomes. The best tight end in the league. Best, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey, best tight end in the so, game. But, and, you know, Mahomes is, is not is not going to be afraid to throw to anybody. Like, if you open, you out there, you got some separation, you get in the more. You got Sky Moore, who he's been, you know, yes, throwing to a, another a bit. Weapon. That's another guy. McKinnon, that you could, who's probable will probably on, be but, in there. I'm not. I'm never. I'm never worried about Mahomes as far as distributing the rock, especially you know this season. You know which he's been seen to, to do more. But that Bengals second half defense is scary, and and they have played the Chiefs well. So you know the line. The line's two and a half for a reason. But when I get lines that low with the Chiefs, I take them. Mm. I take them. Yeah, you're right. That's the time I take them, and 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 we're on the same boat there. So we're gonna move on to the Chargers and the Raiders. The Raiders are favored by one in this one. Forty nine and a half is the total. Raiders thin at cornerback here, guys, and uh, one of the key pieces of their defense, Perriman, who's one of the, the line, middle linebackers, is, is key right here. He's questionable, so look out for that. Of course, Jacob's questionable again. He's been outstanding. I expect him to play with that calf injury. And, and, you know, honestly, I'm not really confident in any team. I think the best bet here is going to be the over. I like the over here. I like Adam's props. Yes, I said it. Alert, alert. Adams props. He's been a problem the last five games, and I, I like that to continue here against the Chargers defense. It's pretty suspect, you know. Gives up their fair share both both ways, and, and and this is the kind of game here where you know if Los Angeles has been better on the road, they're five and one against the spread on the road. They had a big big win, obviously getting that two point conversion last week against Arizona. Mike Williams still out here, you know. I'm not confident in any team here, you know. Over forty nine is my pick. Adams props is what I like here. What do you like here, D? I'm with you, Ro. Got to go over in this one. I think points will be scored. I think this might be the the, the highest, you know, the highest scoring game of the weekend. Both defense, even though the Chargers got names on defense, you know, Mack and Bosa, Derwin James, you know, and Bosa's that, out probably. They, they've again, been getting, right? they be getting high, you know, and uh, this Raiders defense, man, they allow the highest passer rating in the NFL this season to oh. quarterbacks. So oh. you know, Herbert gonna be able to eat mm-hmm. and do his thing. But the Raiders offense it, it ain't no slouches either. You know, Jacob's been running wild yes. lately, and, yes. and he still got Devonta, and, and Carr's a pretty decent quarterback. So Collins. Again, I'm, I'm expecting points in this one. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do you think about Josh Jacobs? He had over 200 rushing yards last week, bro. 92.5 is the total for his running prop this week. Well, I mean, the Chargers run defense, you know, I believe they could be had, and they can. They're 28th. They give up more than 150 <laughs> yards a game. So the Chargers run defense, This Jacob's going to play. He knows the Chargers run defense sucks. He had a calf injury last week and still ran for 200, and he won the game for the, for the, for the Vegas Raiders. I expect that again here, D, and, you know, and, and I expect Jacobs to go over that total. And, and any time touchdown is definitely a possibility here. I like all props. I like all overs here. Mm. Yeah, and definitely the over for the game, 100%. So that, that'll be my pick for this one, bro. I think this one goes over pretty easily. Yep, I agree with you, brother. Let's to move, move on to the Colts and Cowboys. Now, this one is sitting, I believe, at 10.5 at the moment, bro. Yep. Let me get on FanDuel real quick. 10.5 and, and 43.5 and is the total in this one. Yeah, I mean, this looks like a mismatch at first look. And I guess, you know, the line reflects that with that 10.5 here. And the Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys are just superior all around here in this matchup. Of course, the Colts do have a good defense. You know, they, they have been solid in that category this year. But the, 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 this seems like a matchup here with the Cowboys being 5-1 and one at home and the Colts struggling and this Colts still 
trying to find themselves with their coach having issues with, you know, all the clock issues that they had down the stretch. You know, it's not really a confidence builder for your team. It doesn't inspire your team when you when you can't make these kind of simple coaching decisions down the stretch. You know, you got to if you're a Colts fan and if you're a Colts player right now, you got to be kind of down in the dumps right now. Cowboys at home flying high. This is the 820 game Sunday night game. D, you got to think the Cowboys are going to run all over the Colts here, D. Yeah, and this one, you know, listen, it's Pollard and Ezekiel's doing his thing right now. So you got Dak Prescott, who's, you know, uh, the quiet that Dallas offense quietly been the best in the game since he came back from injury. Mm. He has, you know, the ground game helping him out with both the the studs. He has Ceedee Lamb going crazy out there, mm-hmm. Gallup, Gallup, you know. So and they might get Washington this game finally, James. And then Washington. there's there's you know there's murmurs of OBJ joining the squad too. So you know positivity and vibes are at at an all time high around Dallas. Mm-hmm. Now the one thing that do concerns me, they are the most penalized team in the league, and that mm. goes to Mike McCarthy. You know, there's got to be something tied to that guy, but. Uh, other than that, man, there's no reason for me to believe that Dallas won't blow these guys out, man. I really think they, they, they're going to win this one quite handily. What do you think about any props, bro, in this game right here? As far as props, I would look at C.D. Lamb, bro. I would look at C.D. Lamb. He's a top weapon. He's going to eat. This is a primetime game. Kenny Moore is one of the defensive backs that's out for, for Indianapolis. I would think they would try to exploit that. Give me any uh, Kenny Moore props. Now, C.D. I mean, CD, CD Lamb, Lamb is... Uh, 69 and a half like as it. far as uh, mm-hmm. I like receiving it. yards. You got Dalton Schultz as well. Schultz be eating. 30? Where's yeah, he at? 31? At 37 and a half. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Dak likes his little Dak's the security blanket. Good call, D. Um, so, yeah, man, I like, I like Dallas big in this one right here. I really do. Also, uh, just a quick mention, Jeff Saturday was kind of exposed last week, bro, with, with two minutes left. That whole time management, clock management situation at the That's end bad. there, uh, uh that was awful, bro. That really was awful, was. man. Not and calling any, any any of his three timeouts not used until 30 seconds. They started that drive with four minutes left, bro. They got across the 50 really quickly, I think in two plays. And then from there, it was just botch mania. It was pretty bad, D. You could see the look on his face. You could kind of see him breaking down right in front of us. I, I seen Tough the, to watch, bro. I seen the fear in his eyes, bro. Tough to watch. You know, and, and, and like I said, your team sees this. Your team is looking back at this video, too, and it's like, damn, this is our coach. You know, this can't this not, can't be a good feeling in the locker room right now this last week or so. Now, they got that first win against the Raiders, but the shine mm-hmm. wore off quite quickly. They so almost got the Eagles, the Eagles. come back. Yep. They give up the, the late lead to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They come back. And, and then, you know, the whole clock management mishap this this past and weekend. Can, Matt Ryan might be giving it up this week against this defense, man, because this is going to be rough. You right saw here. what they did to Cousins when they got him off the spot. Exactly. Matt Ryan in the same mold, not mobile, exactly. can't extend plays. Could get ugly, bro. I agree. I expect a Dallas blowout here. Let's move on. Last game of the weekend, fellas and, and girls. <laughs> Saints, Bucks. Yeah, there is some girl football fans out there making some wagers out Lots there, man. Lots of girl football fans. And I don't know there. if any of them trust Tom Brady right now, you know? And I don't want to say it like that because Tom, he's been okay this year. He hasn't been bad, but one way or another, they found a way to lose last week. And, of course, their coach deserves some, you know, you got to say something about their coach here. He has something to do with this. It seems to be somewhat of an issue here you know Todd Bowles didn't have great success as a jet as a jet as a jet guy and he, there was a lot of criticism to on Todd Bowles and there might be some more criticism now and, and for me this matchup here 
you know, they, they've had tough time here with the Saints, and Tom's had a tough time here in prime time. There's some horrible numbers that he's had in, in Tampa Bay as far as prime time numbers. You know, it's tough for me to take a pick here, D. I would lean over 40 and a half here with Tampa, this game being in Tampa, and I expect that the conditions to be okay. But, you know, it's tough to even take that over because the Saints defense has been so good against Tampa traditionally and Tom Brady, you know. So it's a hard pick for me. Lean, lean is Tampa Bay to cover minus three, and the lean is over because I feel like there will be some points. Both teams awful against the spread. Um, Saints are four and eight. Tampa's three, seven, and one, mm. which means they can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Now, the Saints have been fade worthy lately, but also Tampa Bay's offense is a complete mess. So I lean Tampa, definitely not one of the best bets. And the Saints have had Tampa's number, right? Like yeah, that's since the, Tom has gotten there, so exactly. you got that factor. It wouldn't surprise me if Tampa wins, but again, you know. And then also Bowles, man. Like this guy is a, a conservative head coach, which just doesn't fit the, the the model of the league in recent years. Everybody's aggressive now. Even the bum sure. coaches are going for it on their side of the football field when the situation so arises. He caused Tampa. I'm sorry, bro, but he caused Tampa a win last week, bro, with that fourth and two. Yeah, they were up seven. If they get those two yards, the game's probably over. He decides to take a delay, a game penalty, and punt the ball away. Cleveland scores a touchdown, a tie, and then goes on to win in overtime. Should have never came to that. Even if they don't get the fourth and two. I, I think mean, that, his defense was playing pretty well, but bro, though. This is the thing. Since they on their 37, it was a touchback on the punt. So the net gain mm, was about 17 to 20 yards. I got you, I got you, you go for it on two right there and you give it up. If you believe in your defense that, mu- that much, even if you don't get the fourth and two right there, you're still on their side of the football field. Your you're defense right. makes them earn it. It's just there was nothing to gain from there. You had to go for the first down right there. You got to be aggressive. He cost his team right there. And that could so. be a big win because they, you know, they're yeah. right there in the mix, but, you know, every win means a, a whole bunch. So, right. you know, I'm upset when I don't got faith in the head coach and I don't got faith in the offense. I can't put real money on these guys. It's a lean. I got you, brother. I got you. I agree. I agree. You know, and that's why it's not one of my picks either. So, so let's move on. So that concludes. That's that's it, bro. We're going we to get to the picks now. So, again, um, I'm 17 and 10 now. Where were you at, Roski? 15 and 11? 15 and 12. No, 15, 15 and 12. 12. 15 and 12. Both still above 500, looking to improve and, and stack some units. So, let's get let's take it away, bro. What's the picks this weekend? The picks this weekend is going to start with my favorite one, guys. It's going to be the Raiders and the Chargers over. You know, the Raiders have had problems rushing the quarterback. The Raiders have had problems getting turnovers this year. The Chargers move the ball. The Chargers give up a tons on the ground. Jacobs is having a great year. Adams is having a great stretch right now. Give me the over 49. I'm buying the half point, minus 120. Over 49 Chargers and Vegas Raiders here. Um, my next pick, guys, it's going to be the Tennessee, man. I'm going underdog here on the road. This is a favorable matchup. The Eagles have been giving up the run. Tennessee stops the run, and Philly loves to run. I like the matchup. I like the fact that Vrabel is a great dog. I mean, 15-4 and four as a dog of four points under Vrabel, that means something to me. Tennessee is the number one against the spread team in the league this year at 8-3. Eight, eight they had a little streak that, that, that stopped last week, and I feel like they'll start a new streak this week. Plus four and a half, Tennessee Titans. And the last one, guys, this was a tough one. I was going back and forth. I was thinking Green Bay, maybe. I was like, oh, consider Rodgers with his rig record. But you know what? I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I can't I can't look away 
from the fact that they're getting points. This is a team that's that's high powered offense. You know, it's tough to 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 say that that Jimmy G can't stick with this high powered offense, especially with him having that defense to back him up. But I like the fact that Tua hasn't lost as a starting quarterback when he's finished the game, and I like the fact that 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 Green Bay, I mean that Green Bay, that Miami has just been that good and that explosive. So with that said, like the Dolphins plus four. What do you think, D? I like it, man. And I think we have uh, a lot of the same, a lot of the same thinking there. Okay. I'm gonna go Tennessee, bro. Okay. Twenty-one and seven against the spread. Uh, with we're getting three points or more. On average, they win those games by seven and a half points. That's a seventy-five percent clip. I will gladly take the four and a half points. I think the Eagles can be had. Nice. We are gonna go with the Steelers, bro. Mm, I like that one too. These guys are playing well since the bye week. I think they are, you know, riled up for their head coach. The Falcons are fading since their positive start. Atlanta, worse pressure against quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You know, Pick is going to have his time to try and pick these guys apart. I'll take the Steelers, bro. like it. Also, Cowboys. I was going to do a 10-point tease, but I'm going to switch that up now. We're going to go four-pack. Okay. Cowboys, I'll buy the half point. We'll make it 10. Nice. I like it. I think they're going to blow these guys out, bro. I don't think anything is going to be close. Like what do it. you think about that one? I like, I like that pick because I feel the same way. I feel that like they run away with that. It's a prime time game. They'll continue to add on. Nate. The look of fear in Jeff Saturday's eyes. Wow. He is going to contest with Dak and CeeDee <sighs> and Schultz and Gallup and Pollard. He just struggled to pick His it. His plate going to be full this weekend, bro. Cowboys are going to smoke these guys. Matt Ryan against that pass rush. Yeah, you saw what problem. they did to Cousins. It's a problem. Now, the late addition, because, you know, we, we do the show. We go over the numbers. I hear things I like. We're we, we taking that 10-point tease out. We, I got the three. The Steelers, the Titans, plus four and a half. Green Bay, three. Hmm. Give me... Actually, yeah, give me Green Bay. Green Bay, That's three? The addition. Green Bay three? Green Bay, oh, three. You snuck it in there. I was Green like, hold up. Green Bay, three? Well, Cowboys 10 was the other one. The Cowboys pick. 10. Green Bay 3 is going to be the fourth edition. I told you the numbers. <laughs> 23 and 5 straight up. Yes. 21 to 7 against the spread. 10 and 3 Get against it. the spread in Chicago. 12 and 2 against the spread. Six point favorite or shorter. Fields banged up. Shoulder injury. True. That defense traded away all their main players. Give me Green Bay and Christian Watson in this one to get it done. Aaron Jones and, and, and the squad. Tanyan. They're going to get it done this week. Like the over there, too, D. That, that game, I do like the over. So, yeah. Steelers won. Titans four and a half. Cowboys would buy a half. Green Bay would buy a half. Make it three and ten. Nice. Or ten and three. Nice four-pack. Definitely agree with Green Bay, too. I was considering... Now, outside looking in. Let me, let me get those in there. I was considering Dolphins. Mm. I like that, bro. Good, good. But the, the, the tackle situation got me off of that. Oh, yeah. I was considering Ravens. Mm. But I still got a sour taste in my mouth from last weekend. So. I understand that too. And it's the Broncos. The Broncos. It's the fu- you know what? Oh, you five know what? pack. Five pack. Wow. Five pack. Wow. Give me the Ravens now. It's the Broncos. That that. It's the Broncos. <laughs> Throw the Ravens in there. Five pack. We taking chances this week. Wow. We taking Took chances. The Ravens minus nine and a half. Is for it nine the and a half? Yes, sir. So minus nine and a half. Look at your lines. Update them. 
find out. But wow, yeah, Ravens as well, five pack. You know, I would like to jump on the bandwagon with you here. The I'm gonna extend to a four pack mm. here myself. Mm. Green Bay minus three. Can't I mean I'm a trend guy. I can't overlook those numbers. Rodgers owns them. This is a chance for them. They've been getting better offensively. This is a chance for the, for them to to take care of Chicago again. Green Bay minus three. Interesting. Added to the so we both pack. both going out there this week. And no, why not? This is a big week, guys. There's a lot of good games this week. You know why not? Be trying nice, to have some nice fun week here. and I have a, a, a good four and one, five and zero oh run. All road teams for me, D. I'm going that route. Mm. Tennessee, Dolphins, and Green Bay all on the road. One favorite, two dogs. Should be fun. Yeah, man. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com. iTunes, Spotify, the platforms where you can find the show. The IG page where you can stay engaged with us and we can stay engaged with you guys. And uh, the Panel Pick app. Yeah. Where I'm old some units. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to them coming through pretty soon they coming here. Through. They coming pretty through. soon here. I'm still plugging the Panel Pick app. Let me get my units back. I hear you, bro. Uh, but yeah. So, good luck this weekend, guys. The picks are in. Four-pack for Roll. Five-pack for D. Two late editions. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's a good weekend for us both. I think so. I think so. And and have fun this weekend, too, with the college football, guys. Yesterday, big win for Utah. They they actually, they kind of kicked out um, USC from that spot mm. now. So, that spot's opened up. This is big for TCU right now to try and get this win and to get in against K- Kansas State. It's 7-7 right now finishing the first quarter. So that's going to be huge. And, you know, let's, let's just enjoy the college football. And, of course, man, with all the sports, take it easy, guys. Be selective. Best bets. Only only the best bets right now. Nothing when you're done. Nothing of that coming back, trying to, you know, trying to get back. Right, D? None of that stuff. Yeah. Let's any any props that you want to uh, that, you, that you liked a lot, a lot, a lot? Or? Mm, I have to look through the whole thing to, to consider those. But... Mm. Uh, what do you think? Anything that you were, uh, anything? you know, being Adams. that I mentioned that, I think Adams. being that I mentioned uh, Tyreek Hill or, or averages over 140 mm. on the road receiving yards, I take Hill. Hill over. Hill over. And I think for me, the one that I think about the most that stands out the most, I think it's Adams because Adams is going to get a chance to eat. That's going to be a game where there's going to be a lot of points. And I, I, you know, I think when there's a lot of points and the Raiders are involved, Adams will be fed. You know, maybe Jacobs take a step back this week, and then Adams gets some more love this week. Also, maybe, maybe Henry against that that poor uh, Philly run defense, right? We call and Chubb with that and poor Chubb Houston. Texas. Yeah, yeah. So defense. yeah, uh, all in agreement on all those goals. Keep. For sure. All right, friends, we've talked enough gambling. Sure. Good luck this weekend. Bet the universe.